Good morning, everybody. Right, um, let's just pray before we start. Father, I pray that you would speak through me this morning. Lord, we ask that you would speak to each one of us that what we give is for you and all that you've given us is from you. And we want to worship you, Lord, with all of our lives, not just singing, but with everything you've given us. So be with us this morning, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So this morning, as you can see there, a little word cloud about giving. So Mark and the trustees, and I'm one of the trustees, so, uh, <laughs> have asked me to just give a quick uh, update on our finances as a church. Um, so I'll be doing that. So firstly, I'll present the trustees' report of the church's finances, where we are in terms of what's been given and how much we spent. Uh, and then we'll look at worshipping God, joy of giving in 2 Corinthians 9 and some other Bible verses, but we'll come on to that a bit later. So firstly, I'm pleased to present the trustees' report regarding where we are financially as a church and to give you an update of where the money you've given has been used. So first slide, please. So these are... Uh, trustees, well, three of them, yeah, three of them. Um, so Mark's a trustee, although he's seen a pastor, but he's a trustee. Um, Marty does all the safeguarding for us. Um, Ray is still on there, it says resign. I mean, Ray was trustee up to the 6th of December, uh, and Ray did an awful lot for us. Um, you know, Ray wrote an awful lot of uh, guidance notes for us and policy documents that we have to have legally. So employment documents, data protection documents, safeguarding of children policy, data retention policy, disciplinary policies if Mark and Jill step out of line, um, all sorts of policies that we have to have legally as a charity. Um, Ray has put all those together. So we thank Ray greatly for all that he's done and we wish him well in all that he does in the future. And lastly, myself, uh, I'm chair of trustees. Mark used to be the chair, um, but he stepped down because legally we thought it would be better that he wasn't the chair and the pastor of the church and a trustee and a director. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm now chair of trustees as well. And I look after the finances, which is why I'm standing up here. Um, so I pay Mark and Jill's salary. Um, I work with our uh, accountants to set up the annual report. Uh, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, where are we financially? What have we done with the money you've given? Uh, and, I, and I want to say thank you to everybody for all that you give, um, because without your giving, we wouldn't be here. So a big thank you from us as trustees and leaders. So slide three. So there's a little, you won't be able to read that, but this is the annual accounts. These went in in December. Um, for the year 22-23. So that's what the front of the accounts look like. There's various tables in there that tell how much money's come in, how much money's gone out. And if you want to see that, you can go and come in his house and have a look at it. Um, so next slide, please. So this is the sort of nuts and bolts of it. Uh, so total income for the year 22-23 was 87,000 plus. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, thank you, everybody. We spent 73,000. Um, 
So the balance over the year was 75 each month. And it says the reserve there, we have to have a reserve of three months of our outgoings in the bank. So the reserve that we would need at the moment is, is 18,000. So we've got plenty of money in the bank to pay for what we need to do. Um, as you'll see there though, um, for the last six months, our outgoings have exceeded our, our income. Ignore this is there was a bit of massive income of ten thousand pounds as one giving, so that's why I put the extra figure. But generally, our income every month is about five thousand five hundred a month, and we're spending six thousand six hundred a month. So that's just an idea of where we are. Um, next slide, please. And and this is just a breakdown of basically the things that we have to spend every month. So you'll see salaries there. Obviously, that's one of our bigger outgoings. Um, we employ Mark and Jill uh, as our pastors. Mark's only part-time. And I stress they go way beyond the hours that we pay them. And the other major expenditure we have uh, is £10,000 for the hall each year. It costs £6 just to put a chair for you to sit on every week. That doesn't include tea and coffee or the equipment that we use. Um, or the worship stuff, that's just literally to, put, to rent this hall and put a chair out for people to sit on. Um, where am I? I've lost my place now. So I've turned the page, haven't I? It was silly. Um, okay, right, okay. So we also have expenditure for things like uh, running our payroll, paying for our accountants. Uh, we, have to, we pay to be part of the Vineyard Association of Churches, basically subs to be part of the association. We pay for our website, we pay for the internet, pay for Zoom, uh, public liability insurance, all those sorts of things that we have to do to be legal as a church. We pay all these things. So that's where your money goes, and so on and so on. Uh, and then this slide... Because you give, we can get money back from the government. And <laughs> there was a bit of a mistake by our accountants, unfortunately. Uh, one of the accountants that was dealing with Charities Aid left. He'd filled in all the forms but forgot to submit them. So we've had a bit of a query with the accountants. And so for 22-23, we only got 2,000 back so far, but we rode another 8,400 which that claim's now gone in. So that's £10,000 come back from the government for the year. And they've also put in claims for this year, so April uh, to June up to December, another 7000 is due to us, and then we'll get another two, three thousand 3000 back on giving for up to the end of March. So that's a total of nearly £16,000 we've got back from the government from, from our giving. Uh, and again, that's only possible because you're so generous. However, we only receive that money from the government if you filled in a gift aid declaration form. So if you haven't, please let me know and I'll let you have one. Uh, now, obviously, this is just a basic overview of, of the monies that we've spent uh, over the year. But I just want to give an overview of, of Grow Baby uh, because, obviously, that's a big part of our church, 
So here's Grow Baby. So in the year 20, uh, April 22-23, we had just over £2,000. We got another £1,800 that year. We spent £2,666 that year, which left us with £1,500 in the bank. Um, and then income and expenses, the last six months, we had £1,400 in, we had an income of £1,800, we had out, outgoings of £1,500, so at the moment we've got just over £1,700 in the bank for Grow Baby. And how does that work? Well, Grow Baby's got 100 clients at the moment from the spreadsheet that um, Louise sent us. Um, they provided clothes, buggies, car seats, stair gates, walkers, high chairs, cots, blankets, bedding, and so on and so on and so on. Been contacted by 50 agencies asking for help. Grow Baby themselves have contacted local councillors to see if they can help with clients living in damp and mouldy conditions. Receive funding over and above what you give in your sort of monthly giving to Grow Baby for things like toys. Um, we gave a load of nappies, sent a load of nappies to Ukraine. 551 pounds worth of nappies went to the Ukraine from Grow Baby. And they gave away 60 presents this year to children who probably wouldn't get much. So Grow Baby is amazing. Um, so thank you again for all that you give and your support for Grow Baby. So that is the update on our finances. So if you want to see the full financial report that has been submitted and independently verified and everything else, it's on Companies House and Charities Commission websites. So having heard that update on our finances, I want to finish off looking at the joy of giving, how we worship God. You know, as, as a leadership team, we constantly stress that singing and music aren't our only form of worship. One of the core values of Grace Vineyard and the wider vineyard movement is that worship is a lifestyle of loving Jesus. And out of that comes our sung worship, our acts of service like Grow Baby, giving to the food hub, our prayer, and of course our giving. So I'm just going to go through a few Bible passages that relate to giving to encourage us and remind us of, of what God says about this. Because it's really positive. It's not a negative thing. So 2 Corinthians 9, 6-8 says this. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all you need, you will abound in every good work. See, giving should be a joyful thing. The key phrase in verse 7 is, for God loves a cheerful giver. With that one phrase, God loves a cheerful giver, Paul totally contradicts and blows out the water any misconception that giving is a duty. Yes, Paul says each one of us should give, but how does he say that we should give? 
Each one of you should give what you've decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. So it's our decision how much we give. And that giving should come from a heart of love and relationship with Jesus and God through the Holy Spirit, not out of compulsion or duty. Remember, God is much more interested in the attitude of our hearts than how much we give or how much li- how little we give because God loves a cheerful giver. And how can we be cheerful? Well, Pill goes on to explain that in verse 8. God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. So we can give cheerfully because we know that God supplies everything that we need and everything that we have. And he gives so that we can give more and even more cheerfully and even more generously. And I'm not talking prosperity gospel, but the dynamic of the kingdom is the more we give, the more God gives. Put another way, we live with an open hand, not a clenched fist. Which brings me to the second passage, Deuteronomy 15, 7 to 10. If anyone is poor among your fellow Israelites or Perliites or Surreyites or wherever you come from, in any of the towns the Lord is giving you, and we believe God is giving us Perli, do not be hard-hearted or tight-fisted towards them. Rather, be open-handed and freely lend them whatever they need. Give generously to them and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work, in everything you do, you put your hand to. Do not be hard-hearted or tight-fisted, but give generously without a grudging heart. So who are we to be like? Are we to be like Smeagol? Hanging on to everything because it's our precious? (laughs) Or are we to be like Scrooge at the end of Christmas Carol? Where he shared all of his wealth with everybody he could. The next Bible verse I want to look at is Hebrews 13, 16. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. So here again, we're encouraged to share what we have. And notice it says it's a sacrifice. Strange word, isn't it? Why use the word sacrifice? Well, because giving to Grace Vineyard, giving to Grow Baby Appeals, like we did for nappies and children's presents over Christmas, making sandwiches for Night Watch, putting food in the food, food Hub box, and many other things that I know lots of you do. Beyond that, is a sacrifice. It means we're giving our resources, giving away resources that we could spend on ourselves. Now, I love car shows like Chasing Classic Cars and um, Bangers and Cash. And I'd love a car. You know, I'd love a really nice sports car. But that's not what God wants for me. You know, we're giving away resources that could selfishly be spent on ourselves. And we see around all the problems in the world for materialism, don't we? From this passage, we see that God's way of sharing through sacrifice and sacrificial giving is much better for us and the world around us. Rick Warren, the pastor of Saddleback Church and the author of A Purpose Driven Life, put it like this. 
The only attitude to materialism is giving because materialism's all about getting. Every time I give, my heart grows bigger. Every time I give, I become more like Jesus. Every time I give, my heart grows bigger. Every time I give, I become more like Jesus. We sing the song, don't we? You have our yes. And the second verse says this, our wars and our weapons, our worldly possessions, all of our idols must bow. And John Wimber put it like this, show me where you spend your time, money and energy and I'll tell you what you worship. Show me where you spend your time, money and energy and I'll tell you what you worship. And Matthew 6, 19 to 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. As followers of Jesus, we are citizens of heaven and our giving is a deposit in eternity better than any deposit in a bank. And as we read, that Rick Warren said, every time we give, we become more like Jesus. So to finish, I just want to read again that first passage that we read. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you have given us so much. We live in a very wealthy country and there are so many people that have so, so much less than we do. And Lord, even in Pearly, Lord, with all the things that we spoke about with Grow Baby and all the clothes and all the things that we've given away, Lord, we know there is, there is need. And Lord, I thank you that you have blessed us so that we can bless others. So Lord, I pray you continue to encourage us to give and that we'll do it joyfully because we know we are building your kingdom as we give. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for listening and for everybody who's joined us online. We'll be shutting down the YouTube feed now. But before you go, here are the questions we will be discussing in the hall. So you might like to think of these uh, on your own at home. And for us in the hall, so what stood out from you from this talk? That's an easy question, isn't it? <laughs> Um, has this morning talk challenged or changed your view on giving? Are there obstacles to giving that you struggle with? And pray for each other. Amen. <laughs>